anything, any substance, didn't control. Two ball guys with Rancher on. Two ball guys with Rancher on. Two ball guys with Rancher on. Alone for your Monday morning time to rise and shine. Want some motivation? Well, I know a few guys with the internet connection. Two one six is on. Tune in. The two ball guys with Rancher on. Introducing Coach Papa Tim Stewart's his name. He's a master. Poetry game. He wants to see a better world and he plays his part. Always loving, always giving, cause he's got a big heart. The co-host won't boast, but he can stand on his own. From the state of Iowa, it's the man Ken Jones. He's impressive on the mic and he don't need a cord. Whether hosting or retrieving, he's controlling the boards. And the one feeling hungry heard around the world. With Tommy Observation dropping nuggets and pearls. Though he's not a city slicker, he's as cool as the Fonz. It's the Woody Whistle Giver, Mr. Rancher Ron. Set the tone for your week, 216 is on. Tune in to two tall guys with Rancher Ron. Yeah, that's you, Tim. The, me? Yeah. I was I was signaling for Demond to come a little I, closer to the table <laughs> so they could see him on Facebook Live. Hey, good morning! Yeah, right from the very first day to now, <laughs> this is Tim, Coach Papa Stewart, and you are listening to Two Ball Guys with 
Rancher Rob. <laughs> In studio live with Mr. Well, Deke Jones, how are you? Running the boards, uh, you know, not on the court here in the studio just blessed to be here studio north beautiful beautiful wet day on this Whack. on this day of labor and our second anniversary show happy anniversary Ooh. man Ooh. that is super, good super. and of course uh all the way from studio south hey rancher ron we are experiencing precipitation as well so it's uh it was good. It was a little dry. It was dry on the way in, but they're saying for the next five days we should experience rain, and I'm looking forward to it. But they say if you don't like the weather in Texas, wait for it. I, I think they say that everywhere, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they say? The reason we have weather forecasters because they make economists look good. That's right. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Tom Sellers, good morning. You know, the first guy in out there in Facebook land is uh, is Tom Allen, all the way from Texas. 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 Is he from Allen, Texas? He is. They don't own the place yet, but he's working on it. No, they, don't, <laughs> they don't have to change it, that's for sure, the name. And, of course, Tom Sellers, the uh, host of uh, Not Done Yet. Uh, glad you're with us, Tommy. Good morning. Thanks. And there's a guy who's been celebrating with us uh, all two years as well. A guy has yeah, been well, in it to win it. And he's a guy who's definitely not done yet. I mean, he has got so many great stories. He better not be because we've got him scheduled through the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also, in studio to my right, and might be your left or right, depending on which way it's looking, is Mr. Frank Hostica. Yeah, the guy who started it all. Yeah. The guy who made the connection. My fault. Yeah, get, get a little, cl get a little closer to that mic. Right into the words. My fault. There, there you go. go. <coughs> <laughs> and to your left, coach. Oh, it's the one, the only, the amazing. Always believe in you. Demond K. Ross. Right, that's it. No hat today. <laughs> no, uh, because oh. this is the two-year anniversary. You went bald. I went bald. Yeah, you were All right. Yeah, the hat. The hat's over there. So. And Frank. Yeah, there it is. There it Frank is. at the one o'clock hour or the. Uh, End of the first hour, Frank, Frank will be joining us. We brought the Clippers, and we've got him pinned in. <laughs> good luck with that. Oh, yeah, I was going to say good luck with that. Oh, I thought L.A. had the Clippers. Hey, <laughs> ba-da-boom, right? There we go. We're good. And they uh, can keep them. That's it. <laughs> so uh, just a, a, an incredible show we've got uh, as we're going to be goofing around a little bit, celebrating two years, talking about the past, some weird, funny things that have happened, some uh, not weird, funny things that have happened, uh, and and just having fun today. Uh, and of course, uh, we all this is made possible through the financial support uh, of Natural Therapy Wellness Center. Those these guys, um, since we moved into the new studio, have been been big backers of us. Um, hey, you you need John and the crew over there. I mean, if you need anything, massage therapy, reflexology, acupuncture, Thai yoga massage. You uh, work hard this weekend out in in the in the yard, and and you're a little sore. Uh, check them out at www.mchenrymassage.com or give them a call at 815-385-8190. Also brought to you through the financial support of NIW Services, Northern Illinois Windows, cleaning up one pane at a time. You don't like to do windows? They love to do windows. They've been doing it for a little over 28 years. Uh, if you give them a call at 815-385-6646, tell them you heard about them here on 
two bald guys with Rancher Rob. And they'll give you a 10% discount right off the top. So uh, give them a call or check them out on the web, niwservice.com. And, of course, uh, go ahead, Rob. You were saying? Oh, I was going to say, just don't call him up and ask for Squeegee. He's not <laughs> Squeegee. He's not there anymore. Squeegee's uh, not there That was that button. <laughs> and uh, of course we are live from the sticker dude studio way deep inside the annals of the sticker dude compound www.stickerdude.com uh, if you need any type of marketing you want to wrap your car uh, if you don't like the color of your car they can wrap it a Change different color. color. These guys can do it all. It's amazing what they can do. They can put your your likeness on a banner that's like this one behind me, or they can put it on your car, a pen, a baseball jersey, a hat, whatever you need. They can do it. These guys are creative geniuses. Check them out at www.stickerdude.com. And our newest, newest advertiser, Mobile Accounting, Eric Mason. He will come to your house. Uh, he will come to your business. He will come to you wherever you're at and, and help you out with what you need to do. You know, the nice thing about him coming to you is if you forgot that piece of paper, uh, he's there. You just have to walk into your office, pull it out, and uh, and give it to him. So mobile accounting, Eric Mason. Uh, reach out to him at Eric Mason, E-R-I-C-M-A-S-O-N, 5 at gmail.com. Or give them a call at 224-321-6859. And, of course, we are powered by X-Tech. X-T-E-K dot repair for IT and repair done right. Uh, whether it's a tablet, a phone, whether it's uh, a big computer, a little computer, these guys can do it all. They can fix it. They can pull memory off of ones that are uh, logged up, because frozen up because of some sort of virus. These guys can do just incredible work. So check them out at xtek.repair. That's Xtech doing IT and repair right. Right, right, right. Fantastic. Uh, and, of course, you know, for two years, everyone, we, we have started this show off with the Attitude of Gratitude. Uh, there is no better way to start out your day than just... Uh, writing three things down to five things down that, that you are grateful for. The attitude of gratitude, uh, where gratitude is, you cannot have any type of, uh, Ron, you can't have any type of negative or, or darkness. Um, and I'm going to tell you, Ron, right now up here at Studio North, uh, I am grateful to have three guys looking at their tablets. It looks like uh, it looks like a family Christmas. Uh, they're not paying attention to anything <laughs> other than uh, the tablets that are in front of them. Demond's over here praying. Uh, We're sharing. We're sharing. I, I I told my uh, I don't know who Sharon is, but uh, I uh, my aunt, I Sharon. Yeah, I told my team. Uh, I was at a meeting, and and there's this big thing at our company, you know about. The use of cell phones. So, this and is Allison, for those of you who don't know her, morning. but I believe everybody who's with us this morning does know you. Allison is one of my favorite people. Uh, <laughs> I met her in 2014. Seems like so long ago, doesn't it? It's 
been like a lifetime right we were on a weekend uh, retreat together and allison was my table leader you're welcome thank you so much (laughs) it was such a transformative weekend for me really it was yeah um we go on this uh retreat almost every six months called uh trace diaz some of you may have been part of that in your lives and maybe not, but I will tell you if you want any information on it, there's retreats for men and women. Just ask me or Allison or Nikki or Jenny or yeah, <laughs> there's quite or a Carrie. few of us or Carrie, quite a few of us that have been on this uh, retreat. So speaking of retreat, that word makes me think about the word peace. And we are here (laughs) to talk to you this morning about the lack of peace that Dawn had (laughs) when she couldn't figure out how to fix the problem. Um, And really, I think it's interesting. Our Lord is so good. He always provides opportunities for us to practice the very things that we are growing in, doesn't he? For sure. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Like, yeah, right. Like, so it's funny when when you pray for patience, be ready. You're going to have opportunities to practice patience. When you are preparing to talk about peace, be ready. You're going to have opportunities to practice peace. (laughs) To be unpeaceful. Um, (laughs) For sure. That's that's totally true. And love you too, Miss Carrie. We pray for it. Yeah. But we're not ready to often... um, deal with the way that the Lord brings the answer to that prayer. You're right. You're right. Tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah. So our friend Jenny paid for patience for us yesterday. And I, I looked at her and I was like, are you serious? You're going to pray for that? (laughs) And she did. And we'll see what happens. But, um, peace. I mean, you brought the topic of peace this morning. And Mm -hmm. one of the first things you said, we definitely have sound. (laughs) One of the first things John said when I walked in was I'm not feeling very peaceful right now. That's right. And um, there's no coincidences. You know, that's that's our the enemy of her soul. Definitely going, oh, you're going to talk about it. Well, let's make it really hard for you to do that. Yeah. So, um, well, it's interesting you bring him up because scripture tells us in John 10, 10, that he only exists to steal, kill and destroy. So isn't that funny that peace is exactly the thing that was like stolen from me uh, when we first, you know, decided, hey, this is the topic we're going to talk about. And uh, can we talk about it? Can and, and that actually surfaces in my mind right now a question. Can we have peace? even when we don't feel peaceful? Is it possible to have peace even when we are not feeling peaceful? Because I will tell you, I was not feeling peaceful, but yet there was still peace. Well, you have Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. So that immediately is peace. Which goes to what? peace. Amen. So he is in you. And so you are at peace. You are with peace. With peace. You are with peace, which is probably better than being at peace. Right. Or with feeling peace, peace, you bring everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I think that we we do have all of the, f- I mean, it's a fruit of the spirit. We do right. have that with us everywhere we mm. go. So even when you're not feeling, which I'm going to steal from somebody, I don't know who told me this and sorry for any little ears listening, but... Um, Feelings are the Christian F word. All right. We are not supposed to live by our feelings. Mm -hmm. So we don't Mm -hmm. need to feel at peace. Mm -hmm. We are with peace. Oh, that's good. 
That's good. So that goes to what we were talking about while we had no sound. And that <laughs> Which was a great conversation, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> that was, uh, Allison was mentioning how uh, we can't manufacture peace in and of ourselves. That peace comes from God. And I love how you're even saying peace comes uh, with God. And then I was kind of mentioning how, according to the world, like peace would be the absence of something, the absence of chaos or the absence of noise or the absence of war. But in the kingdom of God, then peace is actually the presence of someone. And um, we were listening to a song called When You Walk Into the Room uh, right before we uh, jumped on here. And, uh, you know, Allison was sharing that for her, music is an avenue to peace. Yeah. Would you just talk about that a little bit, how that's been like maybe even a time in your life where you've really been wrestling where music has brought you into the places of peace when you weren't there in your life? Um, well, for me, I feel the Lord's presence or that the Lord is talking to me more with um, music or mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. worship, mm-hmm. song, more than anything. Right. Um, and in that, the lyrics of song, mind you, this hit me, you know, probably three years into my walk, is scripture. Almost all of it is scripture. Yeah. So it's just washing, basically washing ourselves in the word of God. Like mm. we're, we're sitting in that as we listen to the music. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you're almost, I am almost brought into a different place. Mm. Not all the time, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if I allow myself to sit quietly and worship or just sit quietly and listen, mm. you know, that's where my, I, I can, I can allow the Lord to really change my mindset in that to find peace or to find a different um, feeling. If I need joy, if I'm feeling sad, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. if I put on songs that are about joy or are joyful, right. Then um, I can, I can allow him to alter. Song is powerful. Very. Isn't it? Like I even go back to the days before Christ was an active part of my life And I can remember how I used to just really cling to the lyrics of songs. So I was just a hopeless romantic. And so (laughs) I loved listening uh, to just uh, old love songs, you know, and sitting there usually wallowing in my own, you know, (laughs) state of mind, whatever that might be, you know, if it was a breakup or if I was in love, you know, and the music would bring my mind or my heart into like that place, whatever, whatever I was uh, going through at that time. And uh, so it's interesting to me that when I um, was in treatment for, um, for alcoholism, when I was in the hospital and like my life was literally at the bottom of the barrel and I had no peace, like I had no peace in my life at that time. And my dad, <laughs> he put casting crowns on an iPod for me. And I was not happy with him about that <laughs> at, or well, with that at all. And yet that was the only music I had to listen to for three weeks. I was there for almost three weeks. 
And there was one song called Who Am I on that particular album that I listened to over and over and over again, primarily because I so deeply right connected with the words, not having any idea that they were scripture, Allison. Like right. I had no clue that I was listening to scripture. But I will tell you that it was in that very place that God met me on my knees and supernaturally took from me uh, the desire to drink alcohol. So for any alcoholic out there who's in recovery knows what a miraculous moment that is. The moment that you lose the desire to consume. And that happened for me in 2010 in a hospital room on my knees um, when I wasn't walking in an active relationship with the Lord, but he was pursuing me and he was doing it through the avenue of music. And that music brought you peace, even if you didn't recognize it at the time. Right. Um, that is so true. I mean, the lyrics to that song, I just pulled them up on my phone, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's, I mean, in here it says, and calm the storm in me is yeah. one of the lines. So yeah. the storm in you is unpeaceful. It's not at rest. Right. So he mm. calms that. Mm -hmm. You know, he he brings that for mm. us. He gives that to us freely. It's right. a matter of if we're willing to reach out and really grab a hold of it because it's ours. It's ours for the taking. Yeah, That's we true. have it. Once yeah. we Once we submit to him and surrender and accept him we have it hmm. it's the accessing what we already have so scripture actually tells us that we have everything we need to live the godly life so you referenced uh, Galatians 5 22 and 23 which talks about the fruit of the spirit and one of the attributes of the fruit of the spirit is peace yeah. and so as a person walking in relationship with God I have peace, even though I might not be feeling peaceful, exactly. right? And we as humans are conditioned to live by our feelings. Hmm. <laughs> I don't feel good. I don't feel mm. like I love you. I don't mm -hmm. feel, mm -hmm. you know, and that's so hard because we go by that and mm. we are so shaky. We are not on solid ground in that respect. We are just going by the waves hmm. right and so when we say well i might feel that way however hmm. peace is with me joy is with me come on then i have no choice but to react to that i think or respond to that i don't even want to say react because because reaction is a negative. is an emotion and yeah. it's also a feeling thing like we yeah. re when we react i'm usually reacting based on negative. the emotion that i'm yeah. feeling in the moment and so learning how to respond versus react is a whole nother it's a topic. whole nother topic <laughs> right but i mean but yes well i guess yes and no because even in the let's just take like what was happening here like um, I was, you know, trying to figure out what was going on with the computer. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I'm just going, well, I know that this button is supposed to do this and that button is supposed to do that. And if those buttons don't do the things that they're supposed to do, I had the choice, react or respond. I, I would say from your perspective, maybe I should ask and not say, did I come across to you as like inc incredibly anxious? Like I was freaking out or panicking? 
No. No. And so on the inside, that was starting to happen. Like I could feel it rising where I was like, I don't know what to do. And, and anytime, let's just be real, like in our humanness, anytime we encounter any kind of situation where we don't know what to do, it's possible for panic to start to rise. Like, do you know right. what I'm talking about when for I say sure. that rise that happens? And yet we have within us the very the very weapon that we need to battle that. And that is... um the Lord, like he exists. He's real. Right. Right. And I think for peace, for, for sure, mm-hmm. I feel like prayer is like the natural uh, response to that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So mm-hmm. like um, almost like a preemptive response. So I'm not feeling very peaceful. I'm feeling anxious. I need to pray. Oh, yeah. Which is. I'm saying because I don't do it either all the time, but that is definitely something that the prayer, the connection between you and Christ at that Mm -hmm. point is a necessity. Mm. So that brings me right to Philippians four, which we've talked about before on this Uh, show Philippians four, starting with, I think it's verse six says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer, and thanksgiving make your requests known to god and then the very next line says and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus like that's huge that's huge and you know i sat down this morning um and just started writing about peace like i glanced at um uh, a scripture that I had written from the day before. And it said, for you were called to peace. Mm. And that's what I wrote down. You were called to peace. And I started really meditating on that concept. Like, what does that even mean to be called to peace? Like, you know, you hear, well, I'm, I'm called, you know, to do this, or I'm called to do that. But the word of God right there in that moment said, I believe the scripture, uh, references Colossians um, says oh gosh it's Colossians 3 I believe and it says to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts for you were called to peace Um, and that's a paraphrase I think there's a little bit more in there Um, I think it might actually say for as members of one body you were called to peace Colossians 3 15 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace yeah and be thankful yeah like we're called to peace that I don't know something about that just has my heart this morning Um, and it would be no surprise that you know even after sitting with that um like you were referencing earlier, the enemy of my soul, right? The one who would not want me to be at peace would be throwing all sorts of other thoughts into my head in between that moment sitting there on my couch (laughs) and the moment that we are in right now. Um, But I am, uh, I, I guess I'm in a place in my life where I just, I can't let the enemy steal any more from me. You know, like, no, I want it back. Like when, when peace leaves, I want it back. When joy leaves, I want it back. 
Right. Because it's yours. Yeah. So you do feel like, I like that you said that. I mean, I don't like that you said that, but the way you said that is being, it being stolen from you. I never really thought about it like that, but because it is ours and it is with us, you're right. Once it is taken right or stolen right from us um you do you want to go back after it you want it back i like yeah. that a lot yeah <laughs> john ten ten. i just go back the enemy comes to steal and to kill and to destroy but christ comes that we may have life and have it to the full and what is life right what is life but um, the resurrected life that comes from knowing and walking in relationship with God um, and, and existing in his kingdom, the, the kingdom of God where peace rules, the kingdom of God where joy rules, where love yeah. rules, because these things, they are who God is. And because he's in us, we are that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man, that's deep. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> My mind is like, whoa. So, yeah, we would love to hear from you. We don't know. It says that there are several of you watching, but we don't know if you're watching, if you don't interact with us. So we would love for you to even ask a question or share a thought that's on your heart about what is peace? How do we um, find it and maintain it in our relationships? You know, our relationship with God, our relationship with others, and even our relationship within our own selves. You know, Allison and I are sitting here this morning and, and we're I'm sure you can figure it out. Like we're really more contemplative than anything this morning. We're kind of like, what what is this whole um, thing of peace and why is it so important? Um, I was listening to a uh, teaching on Monday evening with a group of people that I do a study with. And he was talking about right living or or uh, the righteousness of um, walking with Christ and and choosing uh, to do the right thing and how when we choose to do the right thing, we experience um, the peace that comes from making a right choice. It's the peace with God and the peace within our own selves. And uh, that is so powerful to me. It is such a, mm -hmm, it is such, a <laughs> it is such an important thing to me that um, I love you, Dan. That Papa just poked in and said hello. Good morning. They can see that. It's such, it's such an important and powerful thing to have peace. Um, I think it's one of those things that many of us don't pay attention to until it's gone, until we're missing it, until it's not there. Well, I right? think we take for granted everything. Yeah. As humans, we take for granted everything. So we don't realize what we have. Until it's gone. Until it's gone. Don't and that's in anything. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Okay, sorry. Right, just like <laughs> that. I mean, just simple things. Like I had hand surgery not that long ago, mm -hmm. and I wasn't able to use my right hand, which I'm a righty, mm -hmm. for like six weeks. Mm. You like don't realize what you have until it's gone. Like I don't, I never mm. paid attention to my body parts in that respect until I couldn't use it. So it's the similar thing. We have yeah. it already. We've accepted Christ. We have everything that he has, we have. And so we don't realize that it's missing. Mm. Or we don't even realize we have it necessarily mm -hmm. until it's missing. Until it's missing, until there's a hole. Which is interesting. Yeah. Isn't that how all of it goes? Like we don't know. So First John four seventeen, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. You know, like he is peace. 
we are to be. So this is a whole nother thing. Um, the difference between having something and being something. Well, that's what I think like, is so interesting as we sit here because uh-huh. I always thought of having peace. Right. But we're talking about being. But I. F- our state of being. We ha- we are with it. I don't know why the word with keeps coming, but like yeah. being our we we are with ourselves, obviously. And if Jesus. I'm with myself with all us, day long. I know, oh, right? my gosh. All day. Um, Every day. Uh, <laughs> but you're with Jesus. You're you're with the Lord every day, right. all day too. You're right. And we don't think about that all the time either. You're right. You know, um, yeah. there are days that I feel hmm. that I'm with the Lord or that the Lord is with me more than other days that I feel because that in my humanness is what I am, uh, is how I am, right. is how we are. Right. But, if <laughs> if as the body of Christ we were to grasp mm. the concept fully mm. 100% 24 mm. hours a day mm-hmm. that he is with us <laughs> then everything and he of, is and all of hi- yeah and all of him and everything he is is with us and we already possess that <laughs> what a difference the body of Christ would make oh different topic maybe but all i don't know if it's a different topic right like i don't even know if that's a different topic and i appreciate you carrie overmeyer he says you have to have oh you have to have peace in all you do through all the storms um yeah and and that is reminding me of when jesus was on the boat with his disciples and there was this huge storm and they were literally freaking out thinking i think it says something like they're they're feeling like they're going to die or something and they they run to jesus who's asleep in the stern of the boat and they're like don't you care that we're going to drown and he wakes up and he doesn't like try to like still their hearts he goes right to the storm and is like peace be still and the wind and the waves obey him and that's what they notice they don't say who is this that he can make the you know sea calm or who is this that he can stop the storm they're like who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him it's interesting peace was a command in that moment Mm -hmm. be still was a command that required obedience by nature could all of this hmm this whole amazing life that we get to live once we've stepped up to the starting line of accepting Christ into our hearts of knowing him as Lord and Savior and King we actually like that's the place where real life begins and could everything that comes after that very point of starting our relationship with Christ be a matter of our minds learning to agree with the truth that already is instead of trying to figure it all out what if it's already plain like in black and white in front of us and what we need to do is less about figuring it all out and more about agreeing with what God has already said. Yeah, for sure. And I think that is in so, m- so many things. Hmm. 
Um, so my friend Melissa is watching. She has not been too beautifully broken, but maybe one day she will. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Melissa. Melissa actually and her husband brought my husband and I to the church we attend. They, okay. They um, invited us, and so we're obedient to what the Lord was laying on their heart, and I am forever grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she shares that um, she had unforgiveness in her heart. I'm going to make a long story short. She wrote sure. she wrote a long a long um, thing there, but sure. um, that she had unforgiveness in her heart towards her earthly father, mm-hmm. um, and the Lord allowed her to step into that unforgiveness uh-huh. to forgive and to find her a sense of peace about it in mm. the end. And I think that. Um, that that's that's great, Melissa. Um, and I think that unforgiveness plays a huge role in our feelings and uh-huh. in in how we live our lives, and it holds us captive, and mm-hmm. it takes it does steal our peace. Absolutely. It t- steals our peace not only about that person, but in many other aspects. I think that unforgiveness steps into the other relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great point. That I mean, those I do firmly agree that those go hand in hand when I'm feeling unforgiveness towards um, someone Uh about something Mm -hmm. it definitely steals my peace about that person Hmm. and for sure that topic or whatever has what I whatever I feel has happened to me at that point seek peace and pursue it that that's what just popped into my head that's scripture right seek peace and pursue it I think that I think what we've done is we've actually like entered into this huge, broad, very broad topic of it conversation. Yeah, for sure. And I think as as you're talking and as I, I am reading through what Melissa shared, thank you. Or yes, Melissa. Sorry. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'm thinking about how if if Jesus is peace and if if our um, understanding of peace is from the worldly perspective is totally skewed, then it's no wonder that could it be the very thing that everybody in the world is chasing more than anything else is peace? Yeah, because peace is contentment. Content. Contentment. Contentment. Yeah, I'm with you. It's okay. It's okay. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Peace is joy. Mm. Peace is... It's being right with God and right with others and right with yourself. Like... I mean, it, it is definitely uh, a large it's a big covering. Topic. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> We're sitting here like, well, maybe we. Uh. <laughs> You're hearing us. You're actually, I mean, you know, welcome. If you've never been part of Be Encouraged <laughs> before, if you've never attended a Beautifully Broken Gathering before, welcome. Welcome to the authenticity that is us. Like, we're not here to Amen. put on a great show for you. You're getting the... We're the, learning with you. Yes. Like, yeah. you're, you're getting an authentic in in to our conversation this morning. And so we don't ever hope to be polished or perfect. Or we don't um, we ever will never be polished no, or we, perfect. And we don't want to be. No. You know, because I, I actually tried that, girl, for 35 years. I tried to be perfect. I tried to always put my best foot forward and I I failed so many times like I mean I could have a whole show on just the failures no that no of we my life. won't have that but I won't do that because <laughs> right because today for the first time in my life these past seven years that I have been walking in relationship with Christ I have encountered actual peace 
I've encountered, even when I don't feel peace, there is peace. Right. There is peace in that. Like, ah, it's blowing my mind right now. Because it sorry. lives inside like, I'm like, of you. What? Well, I mean, it lives inside of us. Yes. And you also, yes. um, I think it plays a big role into being in the Bible. Yes. For sure. My friend Dawn here is in the Bible often, and she knows a lot of scripture, and she can recall a lot of scripture in times of need, mm. which we all need. So anybody listening, if you're not in the word. It's a spiritual discipline. We're definitely going to tell you that that is something that um, word. you need to be in. If you love the Lord, then you need to be in his word, and it's living. And if you want and to so love the Lord, get in his word, because it'll help you fall in love with there him, you too. Go. So, um, but it's living, so it's it is talking to me and it mm. is talking to you and it is talking to you, mm -hmm. you know, like it talks to us in the same and very different ways. And Amen. so, um, that's so beautiful because in a situation like Melissa was in, it spoke to her in that moment in a position right. that you were in a half an hour ago, it yeah. spoke to you. Yeah. And so it is, um, it's amazing that something <laughs> written that long ago is, um, you know, alive today. And because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have access to that living word, Amen. you know? Amen. Yeah. The, the word actually tells us that it is the Holy Spirit that enlightens us to the scriptures. So it's interesting because before knowing, um, that I even didn't know Jesus. Right. So I grew up going to church and hearing about Jesus and hearing about God, like literally most of my entire growing up years. And so I would say that I knew all the stories about who Jesus was, but I had no idea who Jesus was. Right. And um, there, there were times in my adult years when I would attempt to maybe look at the Bible and I would be, confused because I would see something like in order to keep your life, you have to lose it. And if you want to lose your life, then or what? Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Um, if you want to keep your life then you lose it for the sake of Christ and those who try to keep it are going to end up losing it. So you have to choose to lose your life to keep your life. And if you try to keep your life, you're going to lose your life. And I would read something like that. <laughs> like and I'd be like, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. And then I would just close it. I would mm -hmm. close the Bible because I'd be like, this is, you know, it's hypocritical or, you know, it, it contradicts itself. Like I would, I would have those thoughts. And it wasn't until after I made a decision to ask Jesus into my heart, which is the point where Holy Spirit um, becomes my personal comforter, my personal teacher, right. my personal advocate, and opens my eyes to the word of God that I was able to realize that even in a verse, like I just said before, even though I didn't say it very well, um, what that means is as I lay down my selfishness, I actually gain true life. And that is life in Christ. And if I am completely tied to my own life and like I need what I need and I need it now, that's when I lose because I lose the opportunity at real life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it doesn't make sense outside of the realm of having Christ in your life. That's you know, right. It makes no sense to lay down my life. I, you know, I'm here on earth. I'm supposed to succeed. I'm supposed to do things, you know 
for me. Why else would I be here? It's about me. I'm the center of the world. Me, me, I mean, me, that's me. what we all think. I'm not saying that right now that I am, but that's what we all think. Right. For sure, prior to having Christ in our lives. Right. And I would say it takes a lengthy amount of time to not have that mindset yeah. that the world revolves around us. Oh, boy. You know? And yeah. But having peace in, um, in knowing that it's not all about me mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That has to be God. You know, honestly. Yes. Because, I'm serious. you know, we, um, we've seen things, you know, fail because it's all that, you know, whoever's in charge says it's all about me. You know, those things fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you allow people to come around you, people like-minded Christ followers to come around you mm-hmm. and, um, sharpen one another you can you see growth you see change and that allows you to be at peace in whatever it is that you're doing at that moment and that it's okay to be not okay come on you know tell me more it's okay (laughs) to not be okay and it's okay to not be at peace yeah or to not feel peace let me rephrase that it's okay to not feel peace because you are but it's not okay to stay there. Right. You know what I mean? Once you're a Christ follower, it's okay to feel any way you feel. Mm-hmm. But it's not really okay to stay there. Right. Because that's not what he's called us to do. That's not. Because he's called us to peace. He's not. Right. <laughs> sure. I just learned that. I don't. <laughs> but he, you know, he, he, he wants so much more for us. Apparently he wants to come in also. <laughs> um, he wants so much more for us than just for us to sit and wallow mm. in ourself. Mm. Right? So for any human being to be able to look past the context of their own self and and how life is um all about me. Yeah, yeah, for any human being like that has to be God. Because I as much as I love the Lord and as much as I actively pursue him I am still in a constant battle in my own mind between, yeah, what is good for Dawn versus what is good for others in Dawn's life. And in order for me to be outward focused, I have to be at peace with God. Like my mornings, if I don't start them with the Lord in some way, shape or form, that day I will struggle to get outside of my own head. Like I just, I will, I've learned that about me, about Dawn, that if I don't allow the space in my day to start with God, putting my mind and my heart on him through worship, through getting in the word, through prayer, through even just sitting still and contemplating something about his character, I'm not going to do well that day. And that was the thought that was actually on my mind when I got up this morning. I got up with my puppy, who's here. Uh, we got up at 5-ish, 5.15 or something like that. I made some coffee. I sat down on the couch, and I thought, I just need to get the Lord. Like, I need to get my mind focused on him. And that's when my eye caught the word peace. Hmm. Interesting, that's right? Good. No, no, I mean, not, not interesting. That's, that's how he works. In, you know, that's. Yeah, that's just how he works. And I, I think that that's great because 
we never really know what's in store for us from day to day. You That's know, right. what our our feelings will be or what our 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 day will look like. Um, one of the things in a group of ladies that I'm in, we've really been focusing on faith being an action word. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in our faith are are the fruit of the spirit that's part of it so in order to to grab a hold of the peace that we already have that's an action you have to you have to make a conscious decision and a conscious effort Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. to do that whether that is just sitting with the lord and saying you know lord i need more of your peace like that's a choice that's it's a choice choice to do it absolutely or to just go through your day and be like i don't feel peaceful like oh so is that the difference wallow in that correct is that the difference of letting life happen to you or intentionally living your life like making choices that line you up with who god says that you are so I have been um, in this just deep dive into spiritual formation and uh, the spiritual disciplines. And I've really uh, been marinating, hanging out with meditating on the spiritual discipline of meditation. On what does it mean to take my mind, which is so good at worrying about things. I'm, I'm very good at taking the same thought and continuing it over and over and over in my mind. What, it, what would it look like for me to intentionally take that thing that I'm so good at and actually let my mind ruminate over a truth instead of over a worry or over a fear? So taking God's word and meditating on it, meaning not the like <laughs> meditation like that, but like peace, for example. That's what I was doing this morning. I was meditating on the word peace. And everything, every scripture that came into my mind, I just jotted it down. And I had things written like, peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And the God of peace will be with you. And he said, peace be still. And um, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts because you've been called to peace. Uh, and and Jesus said, you know, my my peace I give you. You know, I don't give you peace as the world gives you peace. And then the very next line says, so do not let your hearts be troubled and neither let them be afraid. And I realize like peace is so much different than um, I've ever thought about it before in my life. And today I'm I'm contemplating that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a, there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. here. It's a small word, but there's a lot oh, of meaning so behind much. it. Yeah. Um, And I think it's something that we are, as a society as a whole, are striving for all the time. Isn't that interesting? Almost over striving. Striving for for peace. You know, but Mm. as a church, Mm. um, again, if you know, if you already believe in the Lord and, and trust him, then, you know, it's already yours. And so it's more instead of striving, it's more of a release. It's more of letting go and being with him and resting in his peace. I have this picture coming to mind, so I'm just going to share it. Um, When my husband and I were dating, we were at um, a convention 
with a bunch of other people and um, at that place there was a pool and we were in the pool together and we were just sitting there talking and he was holding me in his arms and I kind of had my arm around his neck and he was just kind of holding me in the water and I realized in this moment that I was just mostly floating on the water but I could feel his hands underneath me but I felt I felt totally weightless and I felt at complete peace. And I remember just like interrupting whatever he was saying and going, so this is what it feels like. And he's like, what? And I said, peace. He's like, what do you mean? And I said, this moment right here. And I just let go of his, his I took my arm off of his neck and I just rested in that moment. And I said, this is peace. Like I, I was doing nothing. And yet I felt so secure and I felt loved and I felt valued and treasured and safe and all of the things all at once in a moment where I just let go and and let him hold me and let the water hold me up and that to me is the picture I'm getting in my mind of what it means to be at peace Mm. to just fully rest to be able to rest be able to you knew you were held because he was holding you yeah. but you couldn't feel it uh-uh. couldn't see it because okay. it was under you <laughs> and so that's our faith right Amen. we can't feel it per se right we can't see it definitely can't see it but we can trust it but we can trust it and we can allow ourselves just to know <laughs> as hard as that is for a lot of us I struggle with that a lot but it, mm. it really is a matter of just doing. And I've shared this a, a couple times in different groups over the last little bit of time, but I was, was living up until last week probably <laughs> in like a, the societal way that they say, fake it till you make it. Mm. So I've been, a, I've been in a long journey, obviously, mm-hmm. with Christ. It's been years, and it's... Um, I'm not saying that I fake everything or that, you know, obviously there's been growth and there's been change and there's been oh transformation. Yeah. Lots of it. Um, but I still felt like I was kind of in the fake until you make it. So if I, mm-hmm. if I want, wanted something in a spiritual way, mm-hmm. I had to kind of fake my way mm-hmm. into receiving that. Mm-hmm. And I had a girlfriend mm-hmm. almost yell at me <laughs> and say, no, faith it till you make it. Faith, F-A-I-T-H. Faith it till you make it. So Ooh. I love that because faith is action, right? We we have to act in order for our faith to grow. We can't sit still. It, it won't grow if we don't do something. Mm. And so in the faith it till you make it, it's just like peace. If we want peace, mm-hmm. we have to almost go after it with Jesus seek peace and pursue it Hmm. we need to we need to make an action in order to actually grab a hold of it so that it is no longer just a feeling but we know that it's within us it's something that we have faith that is ours because you can't see peace no did you know (laughs) I I heard recently that the uh, I read it in the book um, uh, astonished that I was reading that the opposite of faith 
is not doubt, that the opposite of faith is sight. Um, and when you can l you look at scripture, Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That is faith. Therefore, the things that we see don't require faith because we see them. Bingo. We I mean, them. I think that's, <laughs> that's super true. And so our feelings are meant to be indicators, not the driver of our lives. They're indicators of what's going on in our heart. Mm. Um, it's kind of like if you, you're in a car and it's like the gas gauge, you know? Like if I don't feel peaceful, then, you know, it's an indication that something's going on inside of me, but it's not my driver. That's good. It's not my driver. But society will tell you it is. And so right. The, the, where the kingdom of God is flipped upside down. Come on. Is <laughs> that, and I know you guys have talked about that a lot on this show. So Talk more. You can never talk enough about the kingdom. You know, <laughs> the kingdom flipped upside down, so we <laughs> need to not live by our feelings, you know, utilize them as a tool i suppose the way you said it that's kind of what yeah. came to my mind utilize them as a gauge or as a tool yeah which um is a great perspective switch yeah on what our feelings usually Ooh. do to us oh so know? it's not that we're chasing we're not like scrambling to find peace we're not because i i think one of the things i did is whenever i felt a lack of something i scrambled to fill it with something and you know led me right down the roads of addiction and um i think that when we encounter a lack of peace in the kingdom that the worldly mindset says go figure a way out to fix that find find it, find it. go find it go but find you already it. Have it but in the kingdom all we need to do is rest in the fact that it's already ours yeah like it's the enemy trying to s tell me peace is gone, but peace is not gone. <laughs> it goes back to what you very first said. Yeah. I am with peace For sure. all the time. I don't know why, but I'm going to read this because okay. this is where Go. he led my eye when we first started talking about it. Um, first Timothy 2. Um, it says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people mm. for kings and all those in authority that's us mm -hmm. that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness mm. and holiness mm. this is good and pleases god who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth mm. for there is one god and one mediator between god and mankind the man christ jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time. Hmm. I mean, we have that authority in us. We have all of that that he had, has. We have that. Mm -hmm. We need to just tap into that. And I think that that involves, like you said, being still mm -hmm. and just trusting that his promises are true and he's Amen. faithful and our faith will prevail hmm. that he is who he says he is and we are who he says we are in him Amen. and that's amazing to me i want to close here um but before i do i think you need to hear this i don't know if you caught this but your friend melissa i want to share what she said she's given you a little 
props here, and I want <laughs> you to hear it. So she says, I'm a warrior as well. Welcome to the club, Melissa. <laughs> a friend, Allison, once told me that worry and fear come from the enemy. I still hold her words with me till this day. Not sure if she remembers telling me that, but anytime I feel worried about something, I can hear her voice saying that. Yeah, well, that was See? God, because no, I never remember saying things <laughs> like that. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> um, it's so good, you guys. So I just, I want to leave us today um, with a thought that God put on my heart uh, Tuesday night. 